Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. It is Jessica and Amber again from the Literacy Link. Hello, teachers. We are going to be talking about book stacks today. And if you have not checked out our website, we have a new book stack link on there and it has all of the books that we are reading and recommending. So I wanted to start with a quote that just kind of came over my feed on LinkedIn, the only social media I ever look at besides our um, feed. I love seeing all the the teacher feeds that come over um, Twitter, but truly like my own personal one is just LinkedIn. And this literally made me laugh out loud. I like literally spit my coffee like across the room because it just made me really seriously think about what teachers are feeling right now. And it says, can you die from repeating instructions 3,476 times a day? Because I definitely feel like you can die from it. <laughs> you can. You I, can. I thought that was, gosh, that's so perfect for right now. Like every teacher that I walk in their classroom, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not you. It's not <laughs> even them. It's all of us, right? Everyone, the whole world, we're done. Whether you're a teacher or mom, like whoever you are, this, this yeah. relates yesterday, I literally, I think I said the same thing 10 times. And I'm like, is anybody alive? <laughs> is anybody listening to me? <laughs> I thought that was the best quote I've heard in a long time. So it's actually funny. This probably wasn't my most proud teaching moment ever, but I remember it was the last week of school or the second last week of school. I think I was teaching third grade. And I remember like sitting at my desk and I was trying to tell the kids something and nobody was looking at me. Nobody was responding. And I literally folded up a piece of paper into a cone and was like, is anybody listening to Mrs. <laughs> right now? And not one kid turned. I mean, I, I was like, okay, we're done. We are officially we're done. done. We're toast. It's over. <laughs> oh gosh, I, I used it. to have, this is a true story. I used to have figured out Fridays and I, and the kids thought it was funny, but I would not repeat myself on Fridays. So <laughs> Once I gave one direction, if they said, Mrs. Husky, what are we doing? I would be like, figure it out. It's Friday, figure it out Friday. And they would laugh. Oh my gosh. I was 1000% serious. I'm not repeating myself anymore. Um, calling all teachers to implement that now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. seriously, figure it out Friday. I love that. Can I do that at my house? I know. Figure it, figure it out Friday. That's, you know, just, my I don't know. My principal would come in and he knew. And so he would come in and say, if a kid asked a question, he'd look at me and be like, is it figured out Friday? <laughs> yep, it is. Yep. Figured out. Mrs. Husky, she's <laughs> over it. <laughs> I love that. Well, I also wanted to update on, I know everyone cares so much. So if this is your first listen, a few episodes ago, we were talking about Keystone Habits and I talked about how my family has taken on this to-do list. And the craziest thing is because of where I put it, everyone is really paying attention. I think it's more of a competition thing. Like what's getting checked off the girls list, what's getting checked off the boys list. And we're, we're ahead by one right now, but we are literally it's, it's working Amber. I'm That's getting so stuff fun. done. I need to do that at my house. Yeah. I'm getting stuff done because now we're like competing. And so I just, you know, for all of you that really care, it's working, try it at your house. Yes. Any updates for you on your keystone habits? So my keystone habits, um, I have my books. I'm, I'm ready to go on reading. I have not started. I just finished a book. I haven't started a new book yet. Um, we have 
six games in five nights this week. So it's literally feels impossible. (laughs) And I'm, I have it ready. And Jessica and I actually were at a training yesterday or maybe, no, that was this morning. Gosh, this morning. Yes. That was this morning. And (laughs) she looked over at me and she asked me about an assessment. I was supposed to make a teacher. And I looked at her like, Nope, I haven't done that yet. And you know why? Because I wrote it on a dang post-it. And so I have on my to-do list on my phone, I have an alarm that says, get on Amazon because I am getting on Amazon tonight to order myself a cute notebook because it's what works for me. You should see my cross-offs. I mean, I'm already on like, since I started this whole notebook journal thing for myself, like I'm going through them like crazy, which I love it. It's so so satisfying. I tell yeah, you. So I'm doing it tonight. I'm ordering my notebook tonight because I just, the post-it life is still killing me over here. All right. Well, I'm gonna, we're going to check in on this in a couple of days and we're going to see how this goes. Okay. Yeah. Let's get to it. So today's episode is to really get you thinking more about, like Amber said, our book stacks and Amber and I love to talk about books. We're always like, did you read this? Did you hear this? I heard this today. But we promise we're not going to make this a forever episode. I mean, you would honestly think that like at the end of the year, the last thing that teachers are thinking about is reading books and teaching and learning. But if I'm being totally honest, surprisingly, I'm receiving a lot of emails right now from either instructional coaches, principals, and actually teachers asking about some summer reading ideas Some of them had mentioned like, I'm going on vacation and I want a book for the plane or the beach or just something to like sit at my pool with. And I I just love that people are asking, what are some things that I should be reading, you know, and keep my learning going, especially because people that we're working with, we know what they're learning about. And so it's really great to be able to kind of suggest those. But I wanted to suggest, I have a ton on my book stack. I know I said, I'm going to keep it reasonable, but I know that I'll through the summer, this is like my summer book stack. It's getting a little big. Yeah. You ordered but, a new one today. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but I did, right. You, you were sitting next to me, yeah. but I wanted to share the top two that I'm going to be focusing on. Mm-hmm. So the book, my number one book, my first book is the new art and science of teaching reading by Robert Marzano. And it's actually, it was published in 2017, which I kind of like, because it's not like a new fad kind of book going on. Right. But Um, I bought this book because it really highlights a lot of the work that we've been working on and some of our goals for next year. Number one, it really hits a lot on feedback strategies, which I think we can always get better at that. And I want to, you know, become a better expert at that as well. There's a lot in here on engagement. There's strategies on meaningful content instruction. And so I just kind of wanted to look through this one and see if there's some other big things that step out that stick out to me. There was also a, 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 an entire chapter or section on so how to set your classroom up. So I kind of wanted to see what are Marzano's ideas on yeah, that. So yeah. I'm going to, this is going to be my read this summer and it's pretty short. So it's going to be a pretty quick, quick read for all of you instructional coaches out there. It lays out like a coaching tool. So that's a good one to look at. And then the other one I'm going to look at is because we have a group of teachers, well, lots of teachers right now in the K through two world that are all about trying to utilize decodables in a more intentional way next year. I know for sure a lot of our development will be on how to utilize those. What does using a decodable look like and how is that different than using a leveled reader? And so I wanted to kind of read myself up. I've read uh, several books, but I haven't found any that are specific enough that I feel like give me what I'm looking for. So 
today we heard about that um wiley blevins yes and hit a fresh look at phonics and because he's created all those benchmark decodables i thought i need to learn myself up on that um but what i like about it is it talks about the common causes of failure and seven seven ingredients for success so it looks pretty intentional so even though it's not physically on my book stack right now it's virtually on my book stack so that's number two for me so again instructional coaches or teachers if you're like let me read up on this before we start implementing check that book out and it looks like a pretty good read i love that and um my two i was thinking okay teachers going on vacation when i go on vacation i like to always bring like a personal book and then like oh, a, look at you you know i'm a dork so, i'm a nerd i don't do that i need to do that <laughs> so I actually just got done reading this one. So it's one that I've already read, but I wanted to recommend it. It's called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And I'm sure a lot of people have probably heard of this one, but it's kind of like a, I don't want to say self-help because it's not, it's more of a girl power going after what you want when things get hard or you have adversity, how to like trick your mind into getting out of it. There's a lot of like really good life strategies in it. And she, Glennon Doyle's pretty spunky and funny in the book. So it's a really quick read. And every night when I got done reading it, I was just like, yes, like this is awesome. She's awesome. (laughs) So it just is kind of a good feeling book. And I feel like after this year, we had so many teachers that were so hard on themselves and just not in a good headspace. And I feel like this book is a great book to kind of lift you out of the, that thinking. And so I wanted to put that one in there for sure. I love that. And then I, I just ordered this one. It hasn't come in yet. It's a new Heinemann book and it's called the teacher's guide to writing workshop mini lessons. And I was looking through some of the sample chapters and there's tons of pictures and descriptions and examples of things that you can do in each part of the mini lesson. So there's an active engagement chapter. There's a link chapter, like all the four parts of a, of a mini lesson, there's a separate chapter for, and I know that we're doing development on writing this summer. So I really wanted to see if there was anything new or fresh that maybe I haven't experienced yet within writing. I feel like I'm, I'm pretty rehearsed in a writing mini lesson. I did them four times a day for five years. So I feel like I have them really under my belt, but there's always new stuff. So I wanted to get that just to see kind of before we give that training, what other things are out there that might, I'm going to butcher their names, Lisa Eckholt and Patricia Vital Riley. I probably said those totally wrong featured on the new Heinemann books. So I saw it and I was like, Ooh, I gotta, I gotta order that one. And it is K through eight. It's for K through eight. So I'm interested to see kind of, kind of how they differentiate love that. grade K levels as well. Yeah. You know, I wanted to bring up one last book because when we had Dr. Stephanie Affinito, I love saying her name, um, on our podcast, she talked about Gretchen Rubin. Right. And so I immediately, I feel like when she was talking, I was like, right to my Amazon, I want to get this book. And so I'm reading it right now. I'm not very far in because things have been crazy, but this, I feel like this will be the one that I sit at my pool and read. And it's called the four tendencies that in dispensable personality profiles that reveal how to make your life better and other people's lives too. And it has 
four personality profiles, the upholder, the questioner, the rebel, and the obliger. And as soon as I look at it, it kind of describes who that person is. Like the upholder, it says the upholder meets outer expectations and meets inner expectations. The rebel resists outer expectations and resists inner expectations. The questioner resists outer expectations and meets inner expectations. And the obliger meets outer expectations and resists inner expectations. So I was literally trying to think about who I was before I got started. So I'm kind of excited. I feel like we'll have a podcast in the near future on what this kind of is, because this reminds me a little bit of understanding your strengths because it helps me as an instructional coach really know and understand the people that I work with and how we're all different and that's okay. And I have to maybe come from a different angle at times and understand people from a different view. So that is one, I don't even know why I didn't mention that first, I guess, because it, it isn't physically on my book stack because it's in my book bag. Well, and as you were reading those descriptions, I was thinking of teachers that I know, you know, yes. like, oh, this person is the questioner, this person, right. I mean, I can, I can list them off as you were saying that. And, and it, it will be interesting to see the strategies on how you work with someone who are in the different categories. I agree. So we'll see, uh, we'll see how that ends up. But I, like I said, I'm not very far, but I'm really excited to read it. So I feel like we should really end on my quote again, because it's so yes. funny. And so if you miss it at the beginning, we need to hear it again and laugh. a little bit. <laughs> Can you die from repeating instructions 3,476 times a day? Because it definitely feels like you could die from it. <laughs> whoever die. whoever wrote die. that. Oh, it makes me cry. I'm just thinking about a couple of teachers that I adore that are just like, ah, help. What do I do? It makes me want to take Excedrin migraine just thinking about it. I know how I would feel at the end of my day when I had days like that. I know. And I know someone said today that there's 10 more days left after today is nine. So teachers, you've got this, you're in it to win it to the end. And then the end is near. So thank you so much for joining us. And we hope you join us again.